Hey, Steve. Disco Kev. We got this working. This week's podcast is sponsored by GoToMeeting, Open Voice. We are live in two separate places. How are you? I've I've had better days, I'll tell you that. Definitely yeah. better days. Yeah. yeah, kids, rough night. I really blew my stack at work today on my father. I threw a chair into a coffee machine. So Wow. I've had I've had better days. I've I've uh, I've had better moments. Wow, that sounds uh sounds rough. I uh a typical day at work where I sat and listened to two of my coworkers talk about nothing for three hours while I didn't get anything done that I needed to. So Yeah, uh, I did not throw anything into uh-huh. the top here, but you know. Yeah, yeah, see, my problem is I'm getting stuff done, but I got this guy micromanaging me. It's driving me insane. It's been a long summer of it, so. Yeah. Well, hopefully uh, gonna, uh, you get a winter off of uh, just snow plowing driveways and uh, regretting the mallard season. Yeah, well, God. Yeah, it'll be winter soon enough. Lord knows everyone's been calling about plowing since August. <laughs> Um, uh, before we, before we get into things, um, yeah, Gibby and I have an announcement to make. Um, we are opening discussions to rename the llamas. Uh, it came about. Yeah, I, as, I, uh, I, I I kind of know I kind of know about that. You guys have this like team chat going on, but I think you usually forget that I'm like the third man in it. So I'm like, it's like in the CIA, like well, eavesdropping on you guys. <laughs> well, it's funny, yeah. Sometimes it's us, the three of us, just chatting during the, you know, the Sunday, and sometimes Gibby and I just forget that you're part of the conversation and, and talk about llama uh, business in front of you. Uh, what's funny is, though, I, at the start of the season, I tried to add my brother into the chat group, and he, he never responded. He just sort of ignored us. I don't know. Uh, we'll get to the mystery of Bobby Sansone, where he's been the last few months, but... Uh, uh, just to follow up on uh, the Llamas news, yes, we're considering changing the name. Um, we feel that Hoochie is just a little un-PC anymore, so we are trying to decide how we're going to change it, if it's going to be a full name change or just remove the word Hoochie. Uh, one thing that has us sort of jazzed is uh, the idea of uh, rena- renaming it to a Nermuth Little League team, a classic Little League team. And, the first name that comes to mind is Executone. I know that I played on the Steelers. I, I didn't play much. I was a right fielder. I played three innings a game and typically struck out once or twice a game. Oh, you got uh, the but, you got the minimum two innings and one at bat. Yeah, Mike Thomas and I used to alternate at right field. I would play the first three innings, uh, and then he would play the last three innings at right field. So we had something good going yeah. there. Um, you know, we're all stars. Uh, but uh, my one of my I, favorite I, I little think... league. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Steve. No, no, go ahead. You can keep talking. Okay, I'll just tell you one of my favorite little league um, memories is uh, being you know 11 or 12 years old and and seeing the team Executone and th- that name just sounded so badass at the time. I was like, wow, like I don't know what Executone is, it just sounds so killer. And then when I was old enough, you know, when Google came around and you can actually look things up, and I actually Googled Executone and learned that it was uh, business telephone operating systems. It just totally ruined it for me. I was just like. Holy crap! This is this is as bad as it gets. Executone is literally the downfall yeah, of your life yeah, when you get older. There was definitely so an Executone phone that went down in my my tantrum today as well. Yeah. 
So, yeah, maybe not go with Executone. Maybe just, let's just, I think you should just maybe drop the hoochie and just stick with llamas. I like the, I do like the that's, name llamas. That's, that's so. a possibility. I like llamas too. I, I think llamas, it's a great animal. Uh, but, uh, and that's the thing. Most of the, most of the wife of health teams now don't have the, the first name anymore. It's the last name or in case of the, you know, the bear poop, it's one or the other. We never know which. Yeah, it's just really personal preference at that point. I mean, I think probably, I don't know, 11 people, probably eight would rather see him change it to, like, brown bears or something, but they're three, just, they they love the poop, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely, All right. we've talked about it plenty, I, I definitely am not feeling like, yeah, i got to play the poop this weekend, it's just, I hate saying it. <laughs> and that's yeah, why I don't do yeah. this forever. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. But anyway, no one wants to hear us talk too much about about name changes. But it's on the table. And no. It, so. so we're we're a month in. Bobby Sansone is missing. Uh, yes. Bry is definitely missing. He's like on a mountaintop. He blew an easy win this week against the Thugs. And Anthony Aceto just made it through September completely undefeated. Eight no. And Anthony Aceto has more YFL. He has more YFL participation this month than Bobby Sansone does, and he is runaway owner of the year right now. His teams are just unbelievable, uh, particularly the white guys. I mean, that Kareem Hunt-Todd Gurley combo is just, oh, it's top-notch. It's the best running back combo we have in the YFL right now. Uh, yeah, it's probably best combo we've had. I mean, I guess the Chickens, McCoy, and Elliott were pretty good last year, but I mean, there's some of those... Yeah. Great chicken backfields of, you know, the past Absolutely. decade. But otherwise, it's just it's one of the best combos we've probably ever had in the league. Yeah, McCoy, Elliott, the you know heyday of Gore, Forte, and uh, and yeah, again some of those chicken combos. Yep, this is one of the best. He's done a great job with this team. I mean, that's like you know Bobby and I talked about it a lot leading up to the draft. Was you know. You, whoever picks in that like four or five spot is gonna just get those running backs to fall to them, and they'll probably end up yeah. locking into like the the best ones. And you know, up until Dalvin Cook tore his ACL, Bobby got him at what four, and then yeah, went to four, five. Yeah. I mean, they just they fell in the, the, probably the two best guys. Yeah, and I'll say this: I remember right before the draft, I asked you. I I uh, I think it was through Google Chat, you know, our standard. Uh, talking uh, to all these days. I uh, I said, do you think Kareem Hunt should go number one? Right? And you're like, I don't know, maybe he should. And a lot of people, I think you you as well as Bri, had Christian McCaffrey one, and I, I had him number five out of my top five running backs, believe it or not. Uh, either way, I was not going to get one of the five, but Kareem Hunt, just the situation was just perfect for him. Yeah, it, I think he probably would have snuck up a little higher if he'd had a little more hype, like if yeah, because he he kind of got that starting spot just before the draft, like that week. And if if there had been like a couple of weeks of build up to it, he he probably would have gone top two. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. Yeah, Anthony, he's he's four zero with both teams. Trubisky just got named the starter of the Bears. I see he's popped him into his lineup this week. Um, he still. I mean, we don't know if Trubisky's going to be good. Simeon's been kind of playing out of his mind, but he's come back to earth. And mm-hmm. the 
the white guy quarterbacks have been hit or miss. I mean, Bradford's not playing now after that massive opening night. Um, does he does he need to get better quarterbacks to keep this thing going, or does he got enough got enough juice with what he's got? I I think I don't think he's gonna have much of a choice. I think he's gonna have to ride it out. I don't know. There's not too many quarterback options. I know you want to trade Ben Roethlisberger with you know with the Bama situation. David Carr got hurt this week. He's going to be out. They say two to six weeks. I'm guessing it's going to be four. Uh, Gibby's not going to trade anybody. Um, I, I'm guessing he's going to have to stick with what he has. And I, I think if he waits for Bradford to come back, I think he's in good shape. I think I think he just plays it out and lets, lets it ride. Maybe maybe he tries to find a uh, another. Uh, position player to, to fill in those bye weeks, uh, someone that he can fill in at that UT spot, but I, I think quarterback is okay. Oh. I think he can handle it. So my, my one piece of advice would be go back and look at the 05 Merrymen. You know, they call Pepper goes down. You know, they still go 10-3. I was just kind of riding out with Brad Johnson, getting that six points a week. And then in the end, when Brad Johnson got me a zero, and I lost by four to the buddies. That's what ultimately cost me going back to back. You yep. just yep. you just can't bank on the rest of your team to the point where you're like, huh, I just need to get six out of the quarterback, or whatever, and I'm fine. So. Yeah, it's true. I'm 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 looking. I'm you know I'm looking at his rust right now. This t- this team's built to go all the way. I'm telling you, I I didn't even realize they had Wayne Gallman. The white guys. I didn't realize that he had Wayne Gallman on his team. He's going to eventually be the Giants starting running back. Uh, I don't. He's not going to be a 15 point or a 16 point player a week kind of guy, but he'll be a guy who can fill in a bye weeks. You know, he's he can dump Adrian Peterson at this point, I think. But uh, his team's looking pretty good. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they can keep it going. Where, especially where the NFC is just so much better than the the AFC. I think the, the refugees, Christ, they just need to win like two more games and I think they're going to make the playoffs. It's probably only going to take seven yep. wins and they're in. So they're, you know, geez, he's got what, nine weeks to get three wins. He's in pretty good shape. The white guys. Yeah, the refugees. What are they up Two games. Yeah, white guys, they got to, I think they'll need to do more to get to the Super Bowl. But he's great start. I'm, I wish I was. Yeah. I wish I wish I was four and zero with both teams or one of the teams. Yeah. Let me uh, let me read you. I'm going to read you four numbers, Steve. I want you to tell me what it means. One fifty two, one fifty one, one fifty one, one forty six. Oh, that must be points scored in one of the divisions. Points scored in the NFC West. Only six points separating the the first and the last team. It's just wow. That is the, who's going to win that division. Uh, I would say, boy, tough call. Any, tough any? Call. Like, I don't think the brother. I don't. Th- I just don't believe in the brothers. So I'm gonna write them off because they don't have any running backs. Mm-hmm. They don't even have a guy that can get two points a week. Maybe I guess they already kind of two points a week. I guess, and maybe maybe McCaffrey will start. You know. Put it together at some point, but uh, yeah, but the, I'm gonna say the Huskers probably not because you don't have a running back anymore. <laughs> hey, I get zero points no, a week from Marshawn Lynch and Javarius Allen, all right? So 
So now we're down to beans and chickens, and the beans are really banged up. I mean, Jones is hurt. Mariota's hurt, but he's got cousins. Corey Davis is hurt, yeah. Actually, I don't even know if he does he even yeah. have a quarterback this week. Cause, uh, what's his name? Cousins? Uh, cousins on by, so Mariota's hurt. Cousins on by. Mariota's hurt. He's going to probably hit the waiver wire. He's going to have to take. Let's see who's available. I know uh, Brissette's already on the refugees. He can take yeah, a Jeff the white Josh, guy. Josh McCown. He's got the white yeah. guys coming to town. Oof, that's rough. Uh, he's gonna have to I'm gonna, take I guess I'm gonna say probably. chickens. I'm gonna say the chickens are the favorite right now for me. I'm gonna say the chickens too by default. I'm not. I, I'll tell you, their their team doesn't excite me anymore. Um, they. I don't didn't know. You, I didn't know you used to. I didn't know you used to get you know, some little heat in the loins there with the chickens. Well, I wouldn't say it like that, but you know, they used to. They used <laughs> to. They had, they had a good team for. I mean, last year they were a really good team and. I mean, they're not scoring 700 points this year, but, I mean, Breeze has been really good, even on the road, which has been huge for Nick. Uh, but McCoy's kind of sucking it up right now, and Isaiah Crowell kind of stinks. Demarius Thomas can't do anything. So um, if, if if these guys start pulling it together, he's going to run away with the division, I think. But, that's, I mean, that's a lot to ask for right now. But I'll give him the division for now. Here's a number for you. 224 points allowed by the Mallards. <laughs> God. It's, uh, it's insane. It's like yeah. what, 50 or 60 more than even the next closest team. It's 100 more than the Mariners uh, have given up. I mean, how many I'm of that third was from the scoring. White, I'm third and scoring. I'm one and three. How, many, how much of that was from the white guys? Uh, 75. I've No one's put up less than 49 or something on me. Wow. Well, that's so, yeah, that's pretty bad. That's been the whole uh, history you, of that franchise. You, you should see, like, I, I have the highest, like, points against. I know, you know, the Llamas and Mallards came in late, but even the uh-huh. Mallards have given up, like, three more points a game in their career than the Llamas. Yeah, People, I mean, you, when you look at – that's one of my favorite pages to go to um, is to look at the win-loss page. And you can you can definitely see with the Mallards and Llamas where the scoring change came in because their points for and against so much different from everyone else. But, yeah, the fact yeah. that the Mallards are that much different than the Llamas is pretty impressive or unimpressive. Yeah, definitely some bad yeah. luck there. But that was you, definitely you the loser the goes home. Huskers, Mallards. Huskers, Mallards is losers yeah. go home. So I, I feel yeah, like the Mallards' season ended. I, I don't know if their season ended. You're only a game out of the wild card right now. Um, it's entirely possible that if you can pull off a win this week against Nick, um, the Beans could lose, the Huskers could lose. Uh, I mean, the Huskers play the Boyd, so that's one of your problems. Uh, so the winner of that game will be probably in prime position for the wild card. I mean, we're a little early still, but uh, uh, the interesting thing, a little early preview for the week, Mallards and Chickens, it's, it's the bye week game. You pretty much have nobody playing on either team. Another, both teams are pretty gutted, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Eaters jump back to struggle in the same way. Yeah, I was just going to say I want to jump back into the AFC because the Eaters also have given up 200 points, and they're a team that you know are supposed to be. I mean, look at their points for; they're way ahead of everybody else in your division, but they're one and three. Yeah, they are. They're way ahead. Then you can actually make the same case for the Tangs. Fifty-six, sixty-point well, differential yeah. and point four points those. 
I know, but wow. the Tangs have scored the second fewest points in the league. They they're, are, yeah. They're, they are they're the done. right now. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Um, let's see, the Tangs, now the Tangs have the Thugs this week, then the Mallards, Huskers, Buddies, Eaters, Chickens. Yeah, they're going to, these going to be lucky to win two or three games. Yeah. Oof. Well, they could be a team that's going to snap a six-year run. Six years in a row in the playoffs. But don't you just feel like the Tangs could be next year's Chickens? Like they're bad this year, and then they get a good draft pick. They get that player, and then all of a sudden they're back again. They got the QB. They got the wide receivers. They just need that running back. They need the cream hunt of next year, and they're back. We need Saquon Barkley. Nick Chubb. <laughs> Nick Chubb. Has Nick Chubb been in college for like 10 years? I feel like we've been talking about him forever. Yeah, he went back for his senior year. I don't know why. Yeah. We could have, if like him and Royce Freeman, there's like three or four other players that were supposed to come out and they went back in or else like our our first round would have been like a 10 studs deep to start. Mm. It'll be interesting next year then. You, you keep talking about this Barkley guy. I've never heard of him until you mentioned him. I don't, I, as I told you before, I don't really follow college football. So, uh, but if he's really that good, then he'll probably go number one. Uh, let's stick with AFC. I want to talk to you about uh, what Mike Kinsman has done with the Buddies. Um, well, I realize they have the lowest point score this year. I think he is setting himself up for the future. He's done such a good job rebuilding that team this year. Yeah, he 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 called uh, he called me when I guess yesterday. He was he was pumped about Watson. He just he still can't believe we, we all passed on him. And he just I he can't believe it either. Home. Quite honestly, yeah. Yeah, you. I, I know. I, I, I really wanted to take him at eight, and then for whatever reason, I got spooked on him right before the draft and just panicked. And now I'm just like, God, I can't believe I passed on that guy four times for yeah. a round. But yeah, he. Uh, just imagine if he'd taken Hunt at number two. Wow! Oh my God. He could have potentially. Yeah. I mean, this is what we can all say. All those years, you get two picks, or whatever. Like. You taken Hunt at two, Watson, or you taken Kamara or something at seven, and gotten Watson in the second round. Holy mm-hmm. smoke! But yeah, you know, he's pumped. He's yeah. excited. You know, he doesn't expect much this year still. He just, but he's he's very excited for the next couple of years. He knows he needs to have another couple of good drafts. The really interesting thing about his team is if he gets to, let's say, was he two and two now? Um, if he gets to I don't know, a little past midseason, and he's still in the playoff hunt, and both Henry and Mixon are starting to really turn it on, which is what's going to happen eventually. Those two guys are going to be, that's going to be the next great running back duo, I think. He's going to have to make a decision about whether he wants to trade for a wide receiver and find somebody that he could, his wide receiver group is horrible, and he, I'm sure he's aware of that. He, he either gets zero points or two points every week from these guys. He's he's one wide receiver away from from competing for the wild card. Um, well, he at the be at the beginning of the season he did before the season started he did offer Mixon for Mike Evans. Yeah, which I didn't accept, but um, yeah, he knows, and it'll be interesting because if he's in the hunt, he can really dangle that first round pick to get a pretty good mm-hmm. player because he'll know he could either 
you, the person would be tempted because he could either get in the playoffs or he could make the loser playoffs, and that's always a yeah. tempting. So yeah, I'll tell you if uh, yeah, he's doing good. Huskers, yeah. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be good. If the Huskers, you know, start falling falling back, which is probably gonna happen at some point, I'll tell you, I, I might not be opposed to putting one of my wide receivers on the block because while they're not all stars and studs, they're not Julio Jones, they're not, you know. Uh, AJ Green, they're, they're guys that will put up six or eight points uh, like this past week, and I think just about every one of my wide receivers scored a touchdown this week. But uh, that's that's my little yeah, plea to everybody. I'd, that I'd say out of who you have, you got Cobb, who's a big name, but I don't think he puts up like he needs to. And no. then Pryor, I don't think anyone's going to trust Pryor unless he comes on a little stronger. Like I watched him last yeah, night. He, he just he just does, drops too. Like just doesn't. It's almost like he doesn't try hard enough. And then, but Tyrell yeah, Williams, he's, he's the guy you got that I'd be most interested in getting. He and he, Philip Rivers uh, said last year that he loves throwing to Terrell Williams. He's he's huge. He's, he can separate from those short little cornerbacks. Uh, uh, it was nice to see him finally score a touchdown. I, I started him in multiple leagues this week, and uh, it was nice to see him perform. But uh, the guy that I'm just waiting on in, in, is Devontae Parker, and he looks so good in the preseason. I thought this was the time, and now the Dolphins just came out so flat. And it's just been killer. Well, he's he's getting a lot of targets every week, so I'm sure the production will follow soon. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of those games out in the uh, out in San Diego? There's, there's freaking stadiums empty, or if there is people there, it's the other fans. Like, how yeah, do you? You mean in Los Angeles? How do you keep plowing ahead with that? I you just know, don't see how you keep plowing ahead with that. It's still a good idea. There are two teams here. Yeah. No one in L.A. wanted the Rams. No one in L.A. wanted the Chargers next. So they told themselves that they wanted it. No, People clearly don't want the Chargers there, and now they're they're stuck with it. And I wouldn't be shocked if in five years the Chargers are playing somewhere else. Well, I don't know, because they, they have to spend... They have to pay six hundred million dollars to the that the rest of the owners get to split to move. So it's a lot of money. That's true. Yeah, that, the only I thing think the I Rams think are fine. Happening. The Rams are winning, and the Rams were in L.A. before the Chargers. Yeah. They need to just tuck tail and go back to San Diego, and, and maybe just put up yeah. like a thirty thousand seat stadium there. If they can't do that, I am not. It's not crazy to think that they stick them in London. Because you know that's what they want to do. They want a team in London. Uh, the other option is you find a, a market that doesn't have football, like uh, I don't know, San Antonio, and Oklahoma City, somewhere where you think it, you know, it could stick, and you go from there. Well, but uh, oh my god! Toughest thing to get in in those couple cities is Jerry Jones is just such a big player in the league. Yeah, that that's true. He's not going to allow anyone to get anywhere near his market. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's see. What else do we got? We talked about the buddies. talked about the white guys. The sad little Mallard. Big team. boys. Big boys have gone from 0-2 to 2-2. Two and two. Are they? Have they got their? Now that Dalton's good, is, have they straightened things out? It uh, looks like they're starting to straighten things out. The the real question is, uh, is Jay Ajayi going to straighten things out? He's been kind of disappointing. They they got a good game from Lamar Miller this past week. Uh, 
it looks like they're starting to put it together. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. Um, I'm, Huskers are playing the boys this week. Devonta Freeman's on bye. AJ Green had a good game. Lamar Miller had a good game. I'm kind of hoping that, you know, law of averages works here and it says they're going to have a bad week, but I think they're always better than their 0-2 start to begin with. They're, they have a nice little team. Uh, let's see, what else is there? Sorry, uh, listeners, for this uh, dead space here. It's all right. Just taking a look through the uh, the drafts, if there's anything interesting to talk about. Can I just say how uh, how I really wish I drafted Alvin Kamara over Marshawn Lynch at this point? Oof. I still don't know bad. what to make of him. You want it? Just you'd feel better if they if you were the owner of him. You'd feel better if the Saints just did things a little more traditionally. Like it's obnoxious to watch one of their games. Like literally, a new running back comes on the field almost every play. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. It's 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 the same problem the Bengals had at first, where they were bringing a different running back every every play, and now they're sort of committing more to mix in. They need to just decide. They need to get rid of AP first of all, and go back and forth between Ingram for two downs and then Kamara for the third down. But I don't know. Or, Sean or Payton's weird them. guy. I just don't know why they don't play. Or, you know, the two at the same time, and then okay, Kamara, it's third down. Now you're a wide receiver. You know. Split them out and, yeah. and just do do different stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What do I, know? I, mean, I don't know? I don't even know anything about football. I so. No, I, I know nothing about football, but I know that it can be very frustrating. <laughs> I, I sit there and I watch the box score for the Raiders games because I was, you know, they're never on TV here in Connecticut, and and it's like Marshawn Lynch gets two carries in the first quarter, and then he gets two in the second quarter, and they they just. I don't know what they're doing in Oakland, but they they don't seem like they're no they have any idea what they're doing, and you know they don't give Lynch any opportunities, and they they switch it up so much. And well, I think part of it was they were trying to keep him fresh for the stretch run in the playoffs. So yeah, maybe yeah. now that Carr's hurt, maybe you'll see him get used a little more. Yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, nice. Do they even have a good offensive line? I can't even remember. Yeah, they have a great offensive line. That's one of the reasons why he wants to go there. Is their their O line was so much better than than no, uh, yeah, Seattle. I, I guess I'd I'd look to see what they do the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm starting him this week. I don't I don't think I'm going to start Buck Allen. The the Ravens are just such a mess right now. But I'll, I'll stick Lynch in there another game at least and see if he can you know get a nice little goal line TD. There you go. Yeah, so let's uh, let's just quickly run down through the upcoming games. We'll just make our picks yeah. real quick, and we'll we'll get out of here. But um, let's run to week five already. So we got Patriots, Tampa Bay kicking off Thursday night, which which should be good for like a forty to thirty eight game. Yep. Um, we got four teams on by. We got the byes finally kicking in, even though we did a a bye week one with a the Bucks and Dolphins. We have Atlanta, Denver, yeah. New Orleans, and Washington on by. 
got some good matchups here. All right. Uh, first yeah. off, we've got Eaters and Refugees. Uh, some other teams here. Uh, I'll take the Eaters in this one. They're due for a big game. I guess, I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming... Uh, he's got so many... Char- the problem is he has so many Chargers right now. Chargers are just bad. He's only got two. He's only starting two. Um, he's got two, but they're the, the two biggest players, Rivers and Gordon. And what's going on with the refugees? I know I they're, like the they're refugees starting... Even, even with Trubisky? Okay. He's going with Trubisky, but... Well, he doesn't have a choice because I guess Denver's on by. But uh, yeah, Denver's on by. He's got the rest. He's got the rest of his starting lineup, so he's in good shape. Diggs is blowing up. That I mean, that turned out to be a great trade for him. That Legarrette Blunt yeah. for Stefan Diggs. Somehow he hasn't got hurt yet, which is amazing. So good for him there. Yeah, and, I think. I think that uh, if Gronkowski has a big game on Thursday night, which he could against. Tampa, that could be the end. that could be the decider. Why is he even still on the roster? Holy crap! I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Eaters. I'm gonna stick with my Eaters call on this one. I think they're due. Oh, we got a we got an old classic here: Merriman Llamas. Wow, uh, Llamas are going with obviously. Uh, Jameis Winston, since Carr is now injured. Oh, God. They have everybody available. Everyone with Fleener. Pretty much everyone available. Oh, Fleener, Jesus. Looks like I've got Eric Ebron in the lineup right now. We'll see how long that lasts. Hi, guys. He's probably going to (laughs) get cut this week. I am done with him. He is such an idiot. He like just runs the wrong route half the time, or just no effort. He's just a bum. Yeah. So once he's cut, I highly recommend everyone pick him up because that would just be what like the eighth tight end in a row I cut that then <laughs> goes on to become a starter in this league. Yeah. So you got Aaron Jones in there. I didn't know Aaron Jones was on the Merryman. I thought he was still on the waiver wire. Oh, I was I was pumped to get him in the third round. I yeah. loved him over Jamal Williams. So when Montgomery went out there and I was pumped because I was like, oh, good, Aaron Jones will get a few carries in the next, you know, Williams goes down and I was like, holy cow, he's finally going to get his shot and he looked awesome. So <laughs> hopefully he can get a, a chunk of that backfield work from yeah. here on out. And Thomas Rawls is, I got, I've been hit pretty hard with buys. I'm losing Anderson and uh, Kevin Coleman. So I got to run Jones, Rawls, and Lord knows what out there at the yeah, give me, give me I'll probably, I'll probably give switch me, to Big Ben before the game, too. If you put Big Ben in, we'll have almost the entire Steelers offense in there with Levin Bell going for the for the Llamas. The, the biggest problem for the Llamas is their wide receivers. I mean, Cooper is just a mess right now. Jordan Matthews got hurt. Jarvis Landry catches passes but doesn't do anything else. So uh, I'm going to give this – wow, I don't even know it. Win- oh, I think Winston's going to do fine. I think Bell and Murray will do fine. 
I don't know who Gibby's going to start at utility with Rob, Rob Kelly. I think he's going to end up starting Dante Foreman. I don't think he has much of a choice at this time. Looking at his roster. Foreman hosting Kansas City. Yeah. Oh, uh, here's a here's one everyone's been waiting for. Thugs, Tangs. Wow. Uh, I'm not yeah, even, I'm not see. even sure they're going to show this in local markets. Holy, let me get, let me find the, if they put in their lineups yet, oh, the tank, yeah, John. John always has a tank. Uh, Prescott, Stuart Vereen, Brian Decker, Gates, oh my God. Sorry, Brett. John. Um, Jackson doesn't even want to play Brett. He doesn't even want to put him on the field. Oh my God. Let's see what the thugs are going to be throwing up. The thugs are going to roll up. Brian Hoyer. They can't start Cook. He's injured. They can't start Perkins. He's injured. Bob Powell will play. Terrence West isn't the starter anymore in Baltimore. Josh Gordon did not re- apply for reinstatement. Richard Higgins is a bum. I'll take the I'll take the Tangs by default. My guess is the Thugs can't even break twenty this week. Yeah, they're gonna struggle. Yeah, I'll uh, take I'll easily take I'll I'll take the Tangs easily on this one. All right, let's 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 bang through them a little quicker. Um, yeah, buddies there. Brady, he's he's got he's gonna light up Tampa Bay. Yeah, Bears should win this pretty easily. But then again, they do need to probably look into getting a tight end and a kicker that are actually on NFL teams, <laughs> unlike last week. You know, the one thing I'll say about this game is the is the Bear could have the week that the buddies had last week, where Tom Brady scores 24 points and their total score is 27 or whatever. Uh, they Did got T.Y. Hilton. Last week, he, he still could have pulled out the win if he'd simply traded for the boys had the Washington kicker on the bench. So he was yeah, available on the Monday night. Yeah. Could have got it done. Yeah. Uh, Dragons Brothers, who we got here? Obviously, probably not going to have his lineup in yet. Uh, he's, I think he's still away. Rogers, uh, Gore, Forte. I think Dragons uh, should win this pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not Yeah, brothers are going to go Palmer, McCaffrey, their usual crew. I'll take the Dragons, but this might be, this is one of those games that could end up being closer than we think. I think it would be in the 30s, so it'll be a good game. Yeah. Mallard's Chickens. Oh, boy. Look at this. We got Wentz, Abdullah, Moncrief, Mike Evans, Tree Kill, Evan Ingram, Chris Hogan, and your kicker, Blake Bortles. Ezekiel Elliott, McCoy, Marquise Lee, J.J. Nelson, Graham and Crowell. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get my second win of the season. I'll give you – yeah, I think you'll probably win this. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chickens won. Um, I'm not crazy about his lineup, obviously. And Bortles has a – I think he, has, he plays the Steelers, right, we were saying? Yeah, Jags at Steelers. That's a terrible matchup for him. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll say the Mallards will pull this one off. I don't think it'll be pretty, though. Boys boys and the Huskers, we've kind of touched on that a little bit. I think the... Yeah. Say, I, I think, think the boys, the, the boys will be favored at this point. Yeah, I think, the, I think the boys will win it pretty easily. Oh, actually, I don't. Boys have got Buffalo coming to town. Buffalo's defense is... 
allowing under like 12 points a game. So I'm going to give it to the Huskers. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. You're welcome. All right. White guys, White guys beans. beans. We, we talked a little bit about what the beans are going to be trotting out there this week, which is nothing. So I would say the, the white guys, guys are going to wipe the floor with the beans. The only thing I will say is that if that both Gurley and Hunt have been awesome the first four weeks, this could be the, the down week where they do nothing. They both get like two points. If that happens, that got. opens the door for Kansas the Kansas City at Houston and Seattle at Rams. Yeah, I get a little tougher defensive matchups, but yeah, they've been pretty matchup proof so far. Yeah. So, but either way, the Beans are just. They, I mean, they don't have a quarterback right now, so um, I think it's. I think the white guys could probably pull this one off. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for. Uh, Filling in this week, Kev. Sorry to the listeners that we haven't had a podcast yet this season. I haven't. Bobby and I were going to do one one night, and then can't remember if it was either he got on a plane or if that was the week I lost my voice. But it just didn't ever happened, and I haven't heard from him since. So I don't know if he's just hiding, trying to just not deal with the Jets winning games instead of tanking like they're supposed to, <laughs> or. Or if he's just hunkered down prepping, you know, for a baby. I think it's the latter. I think he's got a lot going on at home. I think that, you know, getting ready for that second baby is a big deal. I remember when we were getting ready. And uh, I think he'll he'll pop back up at some point and, uh, and join in on the fun. But uh, thanks for uh, inviting me to the party this week. And uh, good luck to your teams and good luck to everybody's teams this week. And we'll we'll touch base next week if we need to. All right, sounds good. Have a good have a good night, Kev. All right, you too. See ya. See ya.